0: This show is proudly sponsored by tradercob.com Visit tradercob.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free. So tell your friends and family and visit tradercob.com now.
1: The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain.
0: Hello everybody, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today's guest is a mate of mine that I met in Dubai a few months ago. He stood up for me, and it was a good time that we had there. It's Austin Alexander, the VP, if that's what you want to call him, of Kraken Exchange. Thanks for being with us, mate. Oh, my pleasure. Literally my pleasure. <laughs> Look, um, you know that I've been trying to get you for the last four months. You're a busy man. You're flying all around the place. And fortuitously, the news broke, I think, yesterday of your acquisition
1: of a futures trading firm. Can you want to tell us a little bit about that, mate? Yeah, so uh, uh, announced publicly yesterday, uh, Kraken has acquired crypto facilities um, crypto Facilities is a UK based uh, FCA licensed um, futures market and uh, index provider. So, with this acquisition, comes uh, uh, multiple new kind of uh, uh, business uh, uh, verticals for Kraken. And uh, so, not just the futures, but also the indexes. And uh, this acquisition, I believe, makes Kraken the first first exchange to have both uh, fiat spot markets and uh, futures markets on the same platform.
0: Well, mate, it's, it's been a long time coming and I've been scratching my head as to why some of the bigger exchanges like Kraken and Binance, some of these big dogs that ha- haven't sort of got into that. And I guess it just comes down to everything comes with time, right? It's It's been a pretty busy period for the last four years, five years for you guys. Uh, and it's been, you know, for me, the last two years have been insane as well. So as soon as you sort of step on the treadmill here, uh, you, you just don't step off it. So. Good
1: things come in time, right? Of course, and and also futures markets are they come with uh, added complications. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I mean, we could just discuss the regulatory complications um, that uh, you know, I, I, as you know, in many jurisdictions in most jurisdictions, I believe, um, derivatives are regulated uh, uh, and regulated often separately than um, spot markets, and most often regulated more heavily than. Uh, yeah. spot markets uh, which tends to make sense considering the um the risks inherent both to the uh the customer and to the, the venue as well when you're dealing with um uh with leverage and the need for liquidations and you had a lot of um further complications to kind of the basic buy sell spot market mm. uh we've already kind of in a, in a way we've already traversed some of that terrain, uh, because, um, with our margin offering. So on our spot markets, uh, we have, offer five X margin. Yep. Um, and, uh, so, in a way, and there's also just other factors, uh, to consider as well in, in some of these spot markets, uh, working towards futures. Um, and maybe there's some fear that the, the futures would cannibalize the existing business or, or something. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a
0: good point. So you said you, you've taken on some other areas of business within this new acquisition, indices. What indices are we talking about here? Are we talking about traditional indices, the Dow, the S&P, you know, the
1: ES, the YM, all that sort of stuff? Or what are we talking so, about? So, yeah, so now um, uh, Crypto Facilities, the, the company that we've acquired, they are the, um, the creator, I suppose, of the uh, Bitcoin reference rate they call it. Um, so the Bitcoin reference rate is the, uh, the index which the um, CME Bitcoin futures uh, settle. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. And that, that's, that's composed of uh, four exchanges and <clears throat> a certain snapshot of, of the pricing. And it's,
0: it's really interesting because I, I know that when I you know go through into my scan each morning with my members and all that sort of stuff, when I'm looking at the markets, often I refer to Bitcoin's our big dog, right? We don't have an index. Well, we do now, of course. But it's Bitcoin has been the market's index. And if you're talking about Apple, you're talking about the S&P 500, and you're talking about the NASDAQ, obviously, right? Double listed, right? So you've got to look at this in a way for which you're like, well, hang on, what represents our market? And what we see time and time again is that when, I mean, the old saying is when the US sneezes, the rest of the world catches a cold. Now, when Bitcoin sneezes, the rest of the market catches a cold. Bitcoin yesterday closed down well it's just closed now probably i can't see it right now in front of me but about one and a half percent something like that now i've had shorts on against ethereum classic which yeah about 1.5 percent. i've had shorts on ethereum classic over that same period of time which were down over four and a half percent so again you know it shows that bitcoin is still a ruler it's still our biggest market cap by a fairly significant amount. And when it moves, the rest of the market moves with it. To have an index like that is more trusted, because otherwise, without that index, we're looking at either Bitfinex price, the Kraken price, the Coinbase price. What price are we looking at? Because there is some discrepancy in pricing between those two. Not as bad anymore. The arb's kind of gone. Um, but it is good to start to see that more of a professional trusted source coming into it, because without it, well trust is a big issue at the moment what are your sort of thoughts from a perspective of somebody who runs one of the largest exchanges um around that trust issue and how we can overcome that to bring more people into the space
1: this is this is serious effort so i mean predominantly there is just it's just going to take time and uh, education and uh, i think we're going to see many more waves like we saw in 2017 and in each one of those waves you have uh, more and more people who, uh, at all levels, more people who are becoming uh, introduced to the concept of Bitcoin for the first time. And then you have people who maybe they've heard of it, they're going to become more uh, uh, aware of it, They're the understanding is going to increase. And when you have something that, um, you know, Bitcoin is very different than kind of any that's come before. It has many, it has overlaps with money, it has overlaps with uh, commodities and it overlaps with, uh, other things, but the fact is that it's a brand new file in people's brains. And, uh, you know, i definitely saw, especially early on, or with people who are, are, are freshly introduced that the, the kind of process to which they, they, you know, they pull out the file in their brain that says, uh, stocks, that says uh, currency that says uh, uh, commodity. And then they kind of, uh, compare it to it and and it is those it can you know you can argue that bitcoin is currency it is a commodity and you know you know you could uh, wrongly argue I mean it's not a security but you could say I mean you, but the reality is you could say all those things because it's not any of those things it's something else new yeah. and uh, it's happening it's happening people are understanding more and more and more um, and a lot of people I'm sure are disaffected is dis- 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 are burned from the uh, buying the top and, and having it crash down, uh, and uh, you know that really is not good. But um, even throughout these cycles, through the ups and the downs, uh, mind share and kind of global understanding that Bitcoin exists, and the global understanding of of the the, the dynamic uh, of the dynamics of Bitcoin and what uh, what makes Bitcoin valuable that that is just uh, that mind share is just increasing. And, uh, I think with that, uh, you're going to, it's just going to be normalized and, you know, maybe it takes a generation, maybe, maybe it does take a generation, but I can tell you that, you know, you go and talk to at least myself, go and talk to some relatives I have that are much younger and, you know, their friends they get it like that, man. Yeah. I mean, you go and try to explain to them. And this, this I can, I actually have an anecdote from like oh, four years ago now where I was working with a, a couple of young kids in, in New York city. I mean, they were, I think, 18 or 17, 19, something like that. And they, uh, were working on some hardware project related to Bitcoin. We'll get into it. And they needed to buy some, some kind of, uh, uh, chips or something from China. I can't recall. And they were, you know, show, they were kind of, I was giving them some advice and looking at their plans and stuff. And I said, okay, well you're going to need to send this big wire over to China to pay for the, for this goods. And neither of these guys had a bank account. Have, neither of these guys had ever had a bank account. And neither of these guys had ever sent a wire in their life. And this is four years ago. And so I explained to them what they're going to need to do. And they thought it was a joke. They really <laughs> were like, they couldn't believe that the, the, how contrived and uh, difficult this process was when all they had known, you know, in their short financial experience of one, two years that they yeah. had been kind of financially active. All they had known was Bitcoin, and Bitcoin works. And uh, they trust you know, it. They trust it, and it works, and it's normal to them. And every day, um, you know, another uh, grandpa uh, CEO somewhere retires, and some kid is uh, graduating from you know from his Ivy League uh, uh, with his Ivy League finance degree, and uh, a certain percentage of those kids these days are sending their resume to companies like Kraken. And yeah. so I just think the writing's on the wall. There's a lot of work to be done. Tremendous, uh, many, many years worth of work to be done. But uh, I am extremely optimistic and I do not know where the price of Bitcoin is going to be in the near term. But I am I am absolutely convinced to the core that the price of Bitcoin in the long term is going to be very, very high. Okay, well, well, that's not, that's not, that's not investment advice. Right? <laughs> Whatever was, I got to say to, to there's market. a, there's a but disclaimer below. You're fine, mate. <laughs> okay. That's a very, that's a personal opinion.
0: And look, you know what?
1: Cracking um, as a firm is market neutral.
0: <laughs> I, um, I, I, definitely, uh, subscribe to that theory, Austin, because I mean, from, from my point of view, um, Bitcoin, crypto, uh, blockchain, all of this is appealing to me. And we're throwing everything at it. And let's be honest, it's easier businesses to be involved in. Um, You know, this is a market for us, especially – We're an education provider. We teach people how to trade. We empower them with education to go out there and give them a financial understanding because, as you say, the kids coming out of school, getting into their university degrees, they don't know what's available out there to them right now. Bitcoin's the first option they've got into or crypto is the first investment they've made. A lot of people are hurting because they've made bad mistakes. Well, guess what? It's time for you to get an education. And how do we do that? Well, I promote it. I put it out there. Do this sort of stuff. Hopefully, I work with some big exchanges so we can get the word out and help people to build on this understanding. Because, look, as a long-term asset class for the belief of using this for transfers, I'm with you 100%. But why do we have to wait around for that adoption to occur when we can actually make a really good living and change the way that we operate by something as simple as understanding the ins and outs of how a market actually works? We don't need to sit back and wait. We can be active, and that's what we're trying to get across. Now, coming back to you on that millennial sort of thing, I think investing in millennials is a very wise decision. Uh, And here's the reason why. They're a very large demographic. They have a huge voter base. As long as they start to register to vote, uh, it would be a very powerful movement. These are the leaders of the future. What they want is what we get. And if we can continue to follow them, work with them and help them to progress, and we invest in that demographic, we might have to, as you say, there's years of work to do. But I think that it's a very sensible take to have to look at them long term and I guess that's where you guys are at and that's certainly where we're at. So we are in line.
1: <laughs>
0: Very good. Very good. So look, let's, let's touch a little bit more on um, on volumes. I want to kick off on volumes uh, at this point um, because there's a lot of talk about volume right now. There's a lot of people saying, oh, the volumes are drying up. No one's in the market. And a lot of people are crying wolf, they're crying the sky is falling. The, look, Business is so much easier to do in this market. When the market goes up, it's much more easy. But business is not meant to be easy. You have to overcome challenges. How are you guys finding the decrease in volume? Are you finding a decrease in volume? And how is it all looking from Kraken's point of view for the future?
1: I mean, there's a de- decrease in volume over you know Q4, 2017, Q1, mm-hmm. 2018. However, if you were to expand your uh, uh, view temporal uh, horizon, as they say, then you would see that volumes uh, compared to two years ago are up uh, multiple orders of magnitude, I believe. Um, yeah. Volumes are very high for kind of, you know, I, remember, <laughs> I remember way back in the day when the markets were so illiquid that uh, you had to watch basically every, every coin that you were buying or selling you had to you had to, to be very observant of those uh, of the tops and of those books because it was just so illiquid and um, the amount of liquidity in the in, in the Bitcoin markets now is just I mean it literally is multiple orders of magnitude higher than it was just you know maybe twenty four months or so ago yeah. maybe it's a little bit longer so where I'm sitting I think things things look really good these cycles are probably going to uh, uh, be a reoccurring uh, reoccurring thing for quite a while to come until this uh, asset class matures. And uh, it's a long way to to, to maturity. Well, I think a couple of years back, it was something
0: like um, 60 million a day for the whole market. Now we're looking at five to six billion a day still. Even after this has happened, it's come right off. But, yeah. but you know, it's
1: difficult to see, though. I mean, just, oh, of course, just discussing volumes is is um, it can get kind of frustrating sometimes because if you're talking specifics. It's yeah, just, it's all uh, the vast, but I, I would even venture to say that perhaps the majority of global volumes out there are fictitious or otherwise uh, corrupted in some capacity or another. There's there's just a massive chunk of global volumes that is just straight up fake. Yep. then there's all sorts of there's then there's a spectrum in between kind of the most uh, uh, high integrity marketplaces of which ours I would consider cracking you know right on the top of that list we, we have we, we taken extra tremendous effort to maintain the integrity of our market um, there are no bro deals uh, the fees are completely transparent from every trader from the the top trader to someone who has just signed up you know, one hour ago, yep. they have a uh, fixed mm-hmm. transparent uh, fee schedule. I mean, it's volume based, so I guess it's not fixed, but it's uh, completely transparent. And uh, every user pays the is, is trading on the same fee schedule. I'm not sure if any other exchange uh, that's the case. I there, I know that I, I think Bitrex it is the case. I, I think I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, how would you describe that as a uh, honest? Have- <laughs> <laughs> old, they don't have any bro deals and, and such, but pretty much every other exchange is either. I know for a fact it's like doing what they want, right? Yeah. And, or, or even if they're, you know, even some of these exchanges that like to, you know, just really uh, fly the, Oh, we're so regulated. And you know, that whole angle. Well, guess what? A lot of those are, uh, Full of it. illegal, uh, not illegal, but if you're, uh, if you're not stepping in the arena with, you know, uh, uh, a wedge Eight yeah. figures to capitalize your uh, crypto trading operation. Well, then in these venues, you're potentially at a, at a massive disadvantage, even on these, uh, even in these venues that are claiming they, they, the, that are flying the flag of we're the trustworthy regulated venues. So. It is what it is. And we're growing. That's what, like, when we met in
0: Dubai, one of the things that I liked about what you were saying is that, and, and you're like, I, I take you as, as, as an honest person, like, your actions speak louder than your words and your words speak loud as well when you want them to. Uh, I'm referring to uh, uh, Austin and I had a, a, what they call it a fireside chat and um, never have I seen somebody step up and throw down uh, to somebody who really needed it to happen. Uh, as oh, I did yeah. you, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, again, integrity yeah. in spades. Maybe you, uh, I, I haven't seen any of you have a video of that or something. I haven't, yeah,
0: seen, I, it. I haven't seen it either.
1: It's wow, cool. impossibly difficult
0: to get anything out of that mob, but well, anyway, I guess
1: I could tell the audience that, uh, there was some, I think she, maybe she was a reporter. I, I think th- she, she, was she was doing an ICO. Remember? Yeah, no, I hear ICO. I think I automatically forget. Yeah. So she asked you, uh, or she basically didn't ask. She, she, maybe she framed it in the question, but she was utilizing her, uh, uh, time allotted to smash you, attempting to smash you for uh, having the audacity to uh, offer a uh, trading course for uh, for consideration for for payment. I mean, uh, I guess she thinks that you should um, sacrifice yourself and be a. Uh, uh, I don't know. It, 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 the whole thing was a little weird. I mean, she she wouldn't let me answer she, yeah, she yeah. wouldn't answer. She's saying, "Oh, it's not fair that you don't give out this information for free." And she you know? Say, well. Yeah,
0: anyway, it was funny. I loved it. You, you absolutely took her down. I sat back and just watched in awe of the performance from both of you. It was, it was very entertaining. Uh, <laughs> but um, it was again, it just it just speaks vibes. I mean, the thing is, that when you've got an individual that is involved in a business, if that individual is somewhat easy to sway, you know, they can be bent very quickly. Then it tends to happen within the organisation. Uh, I, I, you know, watching you speaking with you um, and your involvement with Kraken. It's pretty clear that your your ideals, your morals, and your life thesis, I suppose, is in very much in line with the uh, with the culture of what the exchange is trying to do, and that just sort of supports your theory of uh, about the honesty and everybody having the same sort of fee. So that that goes a very very long way. It's good for me. It's good for other people. It is good for the industry. We need to see more of it. Now, before we crack off, because we don't want to go too long, uh, I want you to tell us a bit about the order systems because. We're always talking about what we want. I want to know where you're at, and I want to know if we can help you to get you what you need. So sure. tell us a little bit about um, the way Kraken works, the sorts of order types you've got, and um, you know how it all goes together, really. You can show us, too. So if you're listening on the podcast, Austin might show a screen. You can go to the YouTube page, and you can watch it there. Or Austin will also be very descriptive in the way that
1: he explains it. Won't you, Austin? Yes, I'll do my best. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate your compliments. And... Uh- <laughs> Just make sure I have no identifying information here. All right, I'm going to uh, uh, share just the uh, screen share, the the basic uh, Kraken homepage. Once you're logged into the account, so yeah, basically uh, here we are at the the uh, standard Kraken homepage. I'm showing uh, my account balances um, totaling 87 cents. Uh, <laughs> So now we're going to head over to the uh, new order page. So we have three, we have four uh, separate order interface screens here. So as you see, there's a simple screen, which is just a buy and sell button. You have the uh, Bitcoin volume and you have the price. You can do market or limit and you can fill in any of these variables and it'll auto fill the rest of the the variables for you. And that's about as simple as it gets. We have then intermediate and advanced. I'll skip over intermediate because it contains everything that advanced does and advanced contains even more. So you're gonna see that when you switch to the advanced order screen, the um, most important, I would say, uh, difference is in the leverage offering over here on your right. So you can see that um, as we fill out this order, we can choose between two, three, four and five X leverage. So it's important to understand. I'm sure most of your users understand this, but uh, just to uh, make it clear, that uh, when you press that button, you're trading on the spot market, but you're no longer trading spot. You're basically going to open a position. So once you open the position, you need to be very mindful of your uh, uh, account equity, and uh, you you should. Your you see, I've done a little one two cent trades here. So this is the kind of closed position screen uh maybe i'll order i'll I'll open a position for 10 cents or so so does it tell you on here okay
0: so what i want to know is will it tell me if, if i go too big on a trade is it going to tell me that i haven't got the uh the amount to take that trade and if i'm getting close to that margin call will it tell me what i'm getting close to so Basically, can I? Yeah, so you have in this position
1: uh, screen, I believe, or no, it's right here actually in the overview. You're going to see here under my uh, position valuation, yep. right? You're going to see a number of things. You see in both the balances and position valuation. You're going to see used margin, uh, you're going to see free margin, you're going to see equity, you're going to see margin level. I believe, so when your margin level drops to 40%, uh, that is when you're going to the margin call. The margin call on the platform consists of uh, uh, essentially an email warning you of your uh, diminishing equity in your account. You know, these have changed. Uh, so uh, yeah. don't quote me on it. I would say before you go and trade, look at the terms of service and the support guide and make sure that Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> what I'm saying are the accurate percentages and numbers because... I start uh, small, and Start small. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, be very, very, very careful when you're trading margin because, um, you know, you can uh, lose it all very quickly. Uh, so basically, then at 20%, your position will be forced liquidated. Another important thing to note is that. So it's a 20% on, on margin call, right? Come
0: again. So it's a 20% premium for a margin call.
1: That, that's when, so, so the forced liquidation is going to uh, uh, basically close out your order at market. So in ter- certain market conditions, that can be pretty risky. When, when your account equity hits, uh, when your margin level hits 20%, uh, that's when it's going to be margin called. There's no, uh, I mean, it might be a semantic thing, uh, but I there's no like actual kind of fee or penalty. Right, so it's
0: another 20%
1: and it'll automatically just shut you out. That's yeah, it. and if, if, okay. if you can close the position and some equity still remains, you'll... It's not that your 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 account balance would be completely wiped. Yep. There's chance that it will be completely wiped, right? And there's also a chance that should the market conditions be uh, extremely uh, preferable to your position, let's say that you you know you take a position and it goes the opposite direction hard, fast, and the bottom falls out. There's some some sort of uh, massive fud or who knows yep it's possible that your position may close and we do the best we can to avoid this obviously our system is engineered to us and the reason why our kind of margin requirements are so high is because we want to avoid this but it is possible that you may end up owing funds to the platform not only will your entire balance be wiped out but you'll still owe money yeah you know and guys
0: this is standard this is this is not exclusive to Kraken. This is standard practice. Uh, I know some exchanges don't do it, but if you go to any uh, brokerage outside of crypto, because I know a lot of people don't understand this, it's, it's a new area for them. This is all standard practice. This is not Oh, geez, that can happen. No, no, no. This is the way the world works. This is the way derivatives exchanges work. This is the way if you're buying a stock outright, you can't lose more than what you got, right? Because there's no margin. If you're using margin, then you can. And that's why it's so important to educate yourself on what you're doing, how to manage your risk, and also the margin calls, what levels, what potential, how big is your trade, you know? Jumping in there and trying to go, you know, too heavy, it can not only wipe out what you've got in the account, it can also wipe out what you don't have in the account.
1: So just be careful. This is why I recommend for I mean, for a long time. I mean, until you until you really are at the level where you believe that uh, you're ready to kind of compete with the pros and the semi-pros. Uh, it's much safer to trade spot. And trade spot, you you're not you're never going to be forced liquidated. You're never going to uh, have your. I mean, you might have the value of your assets might go to zero. Should you be holding some sort of uh, I don't know, exotic shit point, but you're, uh, you're not going to be uh, – In liquidated. debt. Yeah, and you're definitely not going to be in debt. You yeah, yeah. won't be in debt to crack in. Let's hope, let's yeah, hope you're yeah. not uh, taking out loans to buy – Yeah, the local down the
0: road who rides a motorbike and is covered in tattoos with a bald head. Don't get in debt with him. I don't have tattoos or a motorbike, so you're safe with me.
1: <laughs> but, um, well, let's take a look, um, if I can, to uh, show you uh, our – Pro interface. Yep. So this is a trade.kraken.com. This is what we call Kraken Pro. Um, this is based on the CryptoWatch trading interface. So yep. CryptoWatch is another Kraken owned property. Um, I believe it's the number one chart or, or one of the primary, I shouldn't say number one, but one of the primary uh, charting resources for yep. uh, the crypto world. And so here you see you have a, a, a very different interface. You have uh, and you can move all this around right to, to make it how you want it right or customize yeah, um this is this has been this is very actively worked on i mean we have a ton of developers working on this they're dropping improvements like constantly i think literally every week and then this interface is shared between crypto watch and kraken pro so with crypto watch you can uh Create an account on Crypto Watch and trade not only Kraken uh, through the platform, but six other exchanges as well uh, by utilizing your API keys. Um, so I encourage uh, you know, anybody out there who has never taken a look to get on to go. Look for sure. A try. And basically, this is uh, very uh, similar to the trading screen you're going to see on Crypto Watch, but this is kind of exclusive to Kraken. Uh, so you see on the right. Most importantly, we have our trading interface. We have buy sell. We have our leverage option here. We have our order types. So we have uh, market and limit. Obviously, um, we have settle position, uh, state, stop loss, and take profit. So settle position is interesting. Let's say that you're taking out a um, a uh, you're going long on Bitcoin, and which would mean that you're going to owe U.S. dollars to, or you're you're long on Bitcoin dollar. Let's say yeah, you're going to owe U.S. dollars to the platform. And uh, there's two ways you can pay back that debt. You can either obviously trade your position out, right? You can close your position by trading it on the order books in the inverse, or you can deposit or otherwise utilize a US dollar balance in your account to settle that position. So let's say that one Bitcoin is trading at $3,000 and you take a long at $3,000 for one Bitcoin, you're going to owe the platform $3,000 should the price of Bitcoin go up, you can sell that Bitcoin, let's say the price of Bitcoin goes up to $4,000. You get the thousand Uh, in the middle. Exactly, so you still owe Kraken $3,000, you sell one Bitcoin for $4,000, you send 3,000 back to Kraken, and it were made whole, and you get to keep the $1,000 profit. Alternatively, you could uh, wire in $4,000 or $3,000 to the exchange, and use this order type, settle position, and settle the position Does and what
0: what austin's explaining here on the for those that are on podcast it's basically i mean to, to make it usable for you guys there's you got your charts you got your order book like your your, uh, your deal flow uh, you know looking at the buy and sell orders and then you've basically got trading off of those charts. So imagine using trading view, but being able to trade off of that right there. So you know two back and forth, really handy if you're only trading from one screen. I've got four here, uh, three of which are used. So it's, it's, you know, for somebody who's got a singular screen, it's really easy because what you don't want to do is make mistakes. And what this allows is for uh, less likelihood of making mistakes, switching between this and the other and one chart to your exchange and back and forth and back and forth. So it's a really, really, really good function. I will be checking it out um, for sure.
1: And, uh, this also yeah. contains a, a ton of advanced tools that I don't have the time to get into. But no, that's okay. Look, like
0: everybody, anyone awesome who knows, the, the main thing is people should go and have a look at this. It's. Um, I'm going to do the same. I'm impressed by what I've seen thus far. Uh, of course, you know, being that, uh, you know, we haven't seen each other heaps, mate, but I trust you and I like what you do. And, uh, I've, you know, I've, I've been wanting, meaning to get more involved with the Kraken platform since you told me a bunch of the features when we were in Dubai. I just haven't got around to it until today. So I'll definitely be going through and having a look at it. And I look forward to uh, maybe going through and doing a full run through uh, maybe in a month or two and, you know, putting something out there. Uh, whereby we can walk people through the whole experience and just show them exactly how to do it in a very interactive video type thing where we can walk through it all. What do you say to that? That would be wonderful actually. Yeah. Excellent. I think think it'd be beneficial for us all uh, and it might be a resource that you guys might want to put out and use as well. Who knows? But either way, Austin, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy. It's the first time you've probably not been on a flight for I don't know how long. Um, so we finally got you, and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future. Wish you all the best of luck with the new acquisitions, and hopefully these futures become something that we all use more often because futures and derivatives that are trusted is what institutions want to see, it's what I want to see, and it can help progress this marketplace. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Right, guys, you have a great day, evening, wherever you are in the world. And I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.
1: The Trader Cob Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cob courses, products and tools can be found at TraderCobb.com because experience matters.
0: This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCob.com. Visit tradercob.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginners Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free. So tell your friends and family and visit tradercob.com now.